back, baby. Hello. Oh my gosh, I feel so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels so... I don't know. I don't even know how we do this anymore. It's been a long time. I know. It's been so long. <laughs> we were supposed to be like two weeks, <laughs> but I don't know what happened. And the time just flew, but we're back now. And we're After so excited. After our one month interlude, we are back. We're going to call this the unofficial season two. We've got big plans. We kind of want to have potentially a little bit of a rebrand of our logo. Yeah. Not our name, though. We're sticking with our name. That was too much stress last time. Our name. I love our name. <laughs> so that's going to have to stay. I know. Me too. But yeah, we're we're super excited. We we were both saying that we we really needed this time off to just like kind of unwind, but also get excited again. Like we've been mess- messaging each other saying like, oh, we, you know, we want to put 100% back in um, to the podcast. So we're so excited to be back and... I think we're starting off with a very chill episode. <laughs> very chit-chatty. We punish ourselves every time we say that. <laughs> I know. No, but Jenny, I'm so excited to be back recording. Like, I, I have been missing recording. Because it was a bit weird. Because obviously, I think we've spoken about this a bit before in other episodes. But our lives are quite busy. And I think before we took the break, it was just kind of getting a lot. And I think there was a lot going on at the same time. So it sometimes felt like the podcast was still something that like we love to do and we wanted to do and put our effort into, but we just never want to make the podcast feel like a chore or something like it feels like we have to do and is like burdening us. Like we always want to keep it as something that just adds like positivity and just something great into our lives and I now feel like now that we're back like it feels exactly like that again like I feel very much re-inspired and like we have got so many ideas for future episodes and (laughs) things that we want to talk about and I've missed it like I've missed the reflection that I normally get every week from trying to to you and I I haven't even journaled in so long so I feel like I haven't really (gasps) haven't had a chance to reflect on anything so it'll be good and also I miss like saying our highs and lows that was always so like I know I know I feel like I've missed them too I've genuinely missed talking to you Cara because I mean we've had like quite a long catch-up literally almost two hours (laughs) before we (laughs) pressed record because Cara was in Jordan and I was away so we didn't really have the chance to like properly have a phone call obviously we were messaging the whole time I think Cara knows everything that happened in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, Leo and I text every day, but it was just like getting on a call was hard. But now we're back and we just caught up on the past month. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> we're probably just going to repeat everything that we just said <laughs> on the podcast, but it's fine. It's all Gucci. In slightly more PG terms. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Leo. <laughs> my life is very PG. <laughs> that perfectly, you know, kicks us off into our highs and lows. Do you want to start? Of course. Okay, so my high of this week was quarantining with Ed. (laughs) Oh my god, that's such a weird high. But I'll tell you why why it's a high. So Ed and I, before coming... So Ed was in Jordan with me and we flew back together. And before coming back together, um, we both made a deal that we were going to make it as fun as we could make it. So every night we've planned like a date night. Uh, to try and make it fun so we've done well we were gonna do wine and cheese night we're gonna do it at some point we did a murder mystery night which was so fun we bought like with this basically off of amazon this like 
unsolved case files and we had like all the papers on the floor and we spent like three hours reading fake documents it was a lot of fun actually um and then we have can you recommend it should i should i get it it's fun to do with like friends but it it, it took a lot of time reading by the end of it i was like why am i spending so long doing this <laughs> but it, it it is fun like if you if you're bored and you want something to do it was fun okay i'm not bored but it does sound like fun <laughs> If I ever get into a relationship, I'll do that with my with my future boyfriend. Yeah. No, it was fun. And then we have a like mini golf. We're going to turn our living room into this like mini golf obstacle thing. Why are you guys the cutest people? I know, I mean I can't. What can I say? It's just um You guys are so sweet. But it it Aww. is a high because I'm so grateful that I can do this cuz for people that have to quarantine by themselves, it's so hard. Um, so yeah. I'm not taking this for granted. I know that it's not this easy for everyone. So that's my high. And my low of this week was saying goodbye to my parents. And I can't believe that it was this week. It feels so long ago already. Um, but it was so hard at the Aww. airport. It was very sad. And I couldn't stop crying. I also got my period that day. So that probably didn't help. <laughs> that was so emo- No, that's the worst combination. <laughs> I was so emotional as it was. And just like saying... My dad apparently said that everyone was staring and they thought like something was wrong with me because I just I wasn't like tearing I was proper like weeping um yeah I think I was just traumatized because the last time I said bye to them I didn't see them for a year and a half but so my brain was just like you never know like life is too fucking short you never know what's gonna happen but I already booked my Christmas tickets to go see them so being positive but that's me what about you leah what are your highs and lows okay so i'm gonna start with my low because it's it's kind of your high (laughs) mine was just having to quarantine (laughs) fucking shit isn't it (laughs) yeah especially because so for everybody who doesn't know i guess what i've kind of been up to the past few weeks for two weeks i went on holiday to spain which was literally the most amazing time i went with two of my really close girlfriends and then the last week I was on family holiday in Germany on a German island that's called Rügen for anybody who mm. has ever wanted to know, you know, all my Germans out there. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously I had to quarantine for a few days when I got back to England and it was double frustrating because I think the day or two after I arrived back in England, Germany got put on the green list for the UK. Oh my god! So I wouldn't even have had to quarantine. <laughs> oh, that is so frustrating. I know. <laughs> So, I mean, honestly, like, this isn't too bad of a low because no. it really wasn't that bad. Like, I wasn't feeling too low at all during quarantine. I, and I was working, so I was really busy. And I have my flatmate here. So it was actually quite nice to, like, have some some downtime and stuff. But it was just such a weird juxtaposition because mm-hmm. the past three weeks were so social. Like, I was, like, around people and, like, a lot of people all the time. Yeah. So it was just kind of... it was It was just odd. And also just weird in general to be back in London I feel like it took me a few days just to kind of re-acclimatize like my life here Mm. and I know it was only three weeks but it kind of felt like such a long time and like so much changed yeah it's mad and then my high is very exciting so (laughs) well for me it's very exciting it's so exciting (laughs) (laughs) for nobody else it's exciting it's just for me no, I feel like I just had quite a cool, like, career highlight, which was streamed yesterday. So I think I actually talked about this, the last episode that we recorded, that, like, I filmed something quite, or that something exciting yeah, had you, happened in my work life. Yeah, you were being very secretive. You are like, I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So now I can finally talk about it. So obviously, I think most people who are lis- who are listening know I work at Samsung in the marketing department, and Samsung has. Most of the time they have two yearly events where they kind of announce new launches like of their mobile products and of like their new watch and their new headphones and they asked me to be one of the speakers this year which is just incredible like I don't know what I did to deserve this opportunity (laughs) like normally it's kind of like presidents and sort of VPs of like the mobile division that present but I was asked to present for a while, so that's what I was filming. I think a month ago I filmed it, and then it was streamed as part of the event yesterday. And it was just so surreal seeing it actually being, like, on a... Because we watched it on our TV, but it was live-streamed on YouTube. Yeah. And then getting, like, all the super supportive messages of, like, my colleagues and, like, friends who watched it, <laughs> and it was just Also, bizarre. Leah's going viral. Really There's cool. a bunch of people messaging her on Instagram. <laughs> it's so weird i'm getting so many strange foreign men messaging (laughs) me mainly (laughs) not not to be recommended that's what happens when your full name gets gets shown on a on a live event that (laughs) that gets a bunch of views let's just hope they're directed to our podcast and we can just get more listeners so exactly you know what if some of if if some of you people are now listening to this podcast which i don't think you are welcome Welcome. i'm very glad you made it here i actually have a random question for you what is it like seeing yourself like a so hd on a in a video like did you look when you looked at the video do you look how you thought you looked it was very strange I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine. Especially because I remember how I felt that day and, like, how I felt I looked at my outfit and then versus how I actually looked on camera. It was very <laughs> odd. And actually, quite fitting. This is, okay, this is going to be my recommendation for the week. I've just been listening to a podcast episode by Katie Bellotti. Her podcast is called Thick and Thin. I swear I've shouted out this podcast so many times. But she just released an episode about why do we hate the way we look in photos. And it's so interesting. Oh my god! It's all to do with sort of uh, one of the mental shortcuts that we have. I know that they call it heuristics. And it's kind of just the fact that you like what you see. Like you kind of get accustomed to what you see the most. Like I don't know exactly what it's called. Like the familiarity heuristic or something like that. And that's why we like the way we look in the mirror. And we like the way we look in selfies. It's because we've grown so accustomed to it seeing it like a hundred times probably over the course of the day over the course of the years that we've known each other and then you see like one or two photos or something like that and then we don't like it because that's different to what we're used to seeing I thought it was so interesting I can really highly recommend that episode so I'll I'll maybe I'll post it on on our stories tomorrow actually because I wanted to shout it out anyways but that just reminded me of when you, (laughs) you asked that question but no it was surreal it was weird I was really nervous before. Yeah, I can imagine. You didn't look, you were so, like, praise to Leo. She was so amazing in it. So, con- well, so looked confident. I thought you were nervous. But... <laughs> no, as in, I was more nervous yesterday watching it. I wasn't actually that nervous when I was oh. speaking. It was really weird. I was, I had way more nerves just sitting in front of the TV. That's like, so knowing that I was going to be on. I mean, I felt so nervous for you as well. Like, my heart, I was like... <laughs> it's because I had zero control as well with like the podcast or anything else that we've put out online I obviously have like full creative control 
And then yeah. with this, they didn't send nothing. you like. So you haven't seen it at all till it no. was released. I've seen nothing. Oh I've God. seen no clips. I've seen no images. Yesterday was the very first time I saw anything from that event. Was and there the was there any bit that you didn't like that they played? I think it's normal to probably cringe at like whenever you see yourself talk. <laughs> like there were some bits where I had to like act and like you know pretend to get a coffee and that sort of thing. Where I was just like, oh no. Was there <laughs> no one? Was there no one actually on the other? I thought I thought no. someone may have been there. Oh god. That's so funny. No, you did so well. I'm so proud of you. You're honestly. so cute. Thank you, thank you. Okay, enough about me. This was um, too much, too much. We thought we'd do a little bit of a catch-up, though, about what's actually been happening, because we have been away for quite a while, and I do think that quite a lot's happened. And instead of just continuing to say that a lot's happened, might as well talk about it a little bit more. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about what were our three favorite moments over the last month. My One of my favorite moments were the big family gatherings we had. So I was just showing Leo a bunch of videos of us just dancing to a bunch of Arabic music. And it was just... It looked so fun. There was just something so nice about being in a in a place where all my family was there and literally like people were just like laughing drinking dancing like so carefree um and I think it was like a long time coming like I was so I was so looking forward to that um and we had basically two parties my my dad hosted like a little graduation party because he didn't see us since we finished our master's me and my twin sister so he had a little party to celebrate that and people were so nice they got us like little presents and they were just everyone was so sweet um and then ed my boyfriend and sean my older sister's boyfriend came to jordan and so my dad hosted basically like the same party but for them to be like the white boys have entered the country (laughs) um and it was so it was just fun (laughs) to get to see them like props to them as well for just putting themselves in the cultural situations that they had to be in and like i mean it's i think it's hard but they just they did it so effortlessly and it was just so nice to see so that was one of my favorite moments the second favorite moment was getting to see the progress of my parents' new house so they're building a new home and i'm like my dad sends videos every week but it was so nice to actually get to go every day um and just like see him talking to the workmen and like get to see him be so excited looking at the house plans and everything um and yeah, it was just nice to actually be involved in the process and not just like see pictures online. Uh, and then the third thing was literally just like swimming, enjoying the sun, enjoying the nice weather. And at the farm, we have like fresh fruits. So I got to have a lot of like grapes and figs and like literally just sit. It's so good. It's so good. So I was literally like sitting with nature, enjoying the sunsets, eating figs and grapes. It was literally living my life. And now I'm back here in the horrible UK weather. Aww. Isn't it funny? I feel like every person that lives in the UK trashes the UK. It's so funny. I feel like it's kind of like a running joke on every single work <laughs> call. It's like, uh, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, the weather's shit. It literally is so bad, though. <laughs> I know, it really it's is. It's so annoying. Especially living in London. I know that you don't live in London, but that's one thing that I really noticed. Being in Spain, everything was so cheap. 
Like, I went to a coffee shop to work and I bought a coffee and an avocado toast for 350 euros. You would not yeah. get a coffee for this price in London. In London, an avocado toast costs like 10 pounds. Yeah. That is insane. Ridiculous. I mean, Jordan is Ridiculous. quite cheap too. Like, my dad would get us like four coffees for one pound. <laughs> Oh but God. something we need to wow. realize is that the sal like the yeah, salaries yeah, yeah, that is true. don't it's not like they're getting paid as much as we are here and then not having to spend it all. That is true. That is true. So as on a holiday, it's great because you don't get to spend too much money. But so, what are your favorite moments then? I'm gonna try and keep the short because I always just try to pull on. <laughs> For bloody ages. Bloody ages. Okay, so <laughs> my my first one, I would just say growing even closer to my friends that I went on holiday with, mm. because I felt like I was um quite close to them already before, but I feel like just spending literally every waking moment and being on holiday together, I feel like it just really brings you closer. And also, I don't think you can travel that well with everybody, so no. I think it really shows you sort of what, like how great the friendship truly was. And I just, yeah, I felt so Uh comfortable and I had none of that like social fatigue, which I normally quite often get. Like if I'm surrounded by people all the time, normally I feel like I kind of have to like recharge on my own. And I just, I think because I was so myself, like the whole time, I didn't really feel like I needed that. So I felt really, really grateful for that. And then also like you were saying, my second, my second moment, because I was also like at the beach and like, you know, in nature and so removed from, I feel like normal life. Yeah. I just, I felt so free that and especially, so yeah, like connected to nature and in turn kind of connected to my body more in a weird way, which just felt mm. really nice. And just like, oh, I'm, I felt like I was exactly where I was meant to be mm. in that exact moment, you know? And yeah, and then my third moment is just spending time with my family in Germany. Mm-hmm. It was the first family holiday where all of us were together. So like all of us cousins, like all of my aunts and uncles and my grandparents for the first time in four or five years. So it, would, it was like a long wow. time coming and I was almost going to miss it. I didn't think I was going to be able to come. It was super spontaneous. So I'm so glad I got to do that because I don't know, I, we're going to be talking about this later on in this episode as well, but just moving away from home, I think just makes you appreciate those moments even more and how how special they are because yeah. it just doesn't come around all that often, especially seeing everybody together. So yeah, feel very grateful for all of those times and those people. I mean, this this literally takes, like moves it perfectly to the next thing, which is like one thing we've learned. And for me, the main thing I've learned in the past few weeks is literally to just not take any moment for granted because you just never know... Like, you just never know what's going to happen. Mm. And I don't know. And and we're going to talk about it in more detail. But, like, being away from home is so freaking hard. Um, so any moment that you can get to spend yeah. with your family. And, and, like, I hated being on my phone when I was at home. Like, I tried so hard to be off of it. Because, like, the thought of just sitting there, like, all of us on the sofas and, like, all being on our phones made me so sick to my stomach. Because I'm, like, I literally was dreaming of seeing you guys and now I'm like I just really didn't want to be on my phone um and I tried to make the most out of every moment yeah and it was also hard because I since I worked from home that was kind of like torturous in itself because I would just be like in my room alone all day knowing my parents were downstairs and I'm like I just want to spend time with them so yeah just never take any moment for granted I love that 
I feel like I, I learned so much. I'm trying to condense yeah. it into one. Um, can I say two? Can I, can I cheat? <laughs> no. One only. <laughs> no, of course. Okay, so I feel like I actually really learned from the two my two friends I was on holiday with because they both have this amazing attitude to life like they both are just so great at not stressing the small stuff and kind of just having the attitude of like what is meant to be will be you know nothing that is meant for you will pass you by everything will work out the way it's meant to and I definitely believe in that but I sometimes have like a hard time applying that when I'm in small sort of stressful moments when it's like, I don't know, I'm I'm late or something like that. And I don't know. It was just so interesting and really inspiring to be on a trip with yeah. two people who had that attitude to life. And I just feel like it was so true. Like, everything worked out. You know, we had... If it, if it came to tests or, you know, we... <laughs> we almost like missed our flight and stuff like that. But like, they weren't stressed at any point, you know? And it just... <laughs> I thought it was so inspiring and I I really want to just keep the attitude. I just, yeah, I feel grateful that I have that sort of inspo in my life because that's really what I need because I think that's... That's so nice. That's my one downfall that I definitely can have that I sometimes get just like so swept up in the moment and can kind of just like get get stressed about small stuff and it's just, there's just really no need because it will work itself out in the end. And then the second thing is just that I feel like up till that point, up till that trip, I kind of thought that there was just this one traditional path that I was going to follow for the next few years. And without even meaning to, I think I'd kind of just got myself onto that path where, you know, London is the way, you know, I'm going to be in London, or if anything, maybe New York and, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, etc, etc. And just like being on like the island or just generally like at the beach... (sighs) in the sun it just made me realize that there's there's like more to life you know because I feel like the quality of life genuinely was better there you know people were so much happier I could tell it immediately as soon as I because I flew from Spain to Germany and then as soon as I touched down in Germany oh my god so many grumpy people I can't believe it (laughs) like truly (laughs) honestly so sad so it just made me realize as well that being able to travel being able to be so young and in the sense like responsibility free yeah I have like the luxury to also work from wherever I want so it's kind of just made me want to take more opportunities in the future like I'm not saying that I'm gonna move away from London yet because I do like I've literally only just properly moved here and I do love it here but yeah I'm not gonna lie like I've kind of been thinking about okay what would it be like to maybe live and work for a year in Lisbon for example you know next year or in something like that like just I think I just need to take those opportunities and just realize that there's not only one traditional right way to live life yeah I love those videos as well where people are like I decided to wake up tomorrow and just move to Greece and like you just see people literally like change their whole life and yeah it just makes you realize like and it's just like why not you know I know I was having because I was having this conversation with Leo as well before where I was like I really want like, I wish I could just stay in Jordan. And then Leo mm. was like, why not? Like, just do it. Yeah. Like, even if it's just for a year, do it. Like, why not? Um, exactly. And I guess you need to think, like, what's important to you. So, like, climbing the corporate ladder can be important to some people. And, like, that to them is worth 
more than the other experiences that they can get like traveling and i guess being more carefree like my dream would be to literally own like a little restaurant on a little island and just like i don't know live life that's all i want i also think i mean this is potentially something that we'll get into a bit later but i do think that the uk culture is so unique in the way and i don't know how in jordan how what the traditional way is but i feel like in the uk there's such a certain life path of like you're 18 you finish school you go to uni and you start working and there's like i feel like a lot of pressure also to very to be very young and already buy a house like get on the property ladder all of these things move out like i feel like the british culture almost like condenses all of these massive life steps in like your early 20s like that's when you need to already have completed them by and Mm. i think i sometimes need like that reality check of you don't have to do that and especially going back home sometimes like reminds me of that because in germany it's super common to definitely take gap years like sometimes not only one year but two and lots of people study for longer like you don't only push your bachelor's in three years you maybe take like four or five years and then you do a master's and then maybe you take a gap and maybe you go traveling again like I think there's just that realization that you have more time and there's less pressure to be Mm. 23 and already owning a house and already you know having like the next five years figured out so yeah that's so interesting because I feel like there's like what it what's the rush you know we have so much time for all of those steps and that's that's coming from me who's literally been going like I've been following that traditional life path quite quite yeah. strongly you know the the past the past few years and not saying that I've like not been happy with it because I've I'm I am very happy with my life but I just think it's like an interesting like I feel like it's just important to sometimes realize that that's not the only route that you have to go down mm do you feel like when you're in Germany, it, like, puts things into perspective and you can have, like, a moment to breathe and just be, like, oh, I'm actually doing fine. Like, I don't need to rush so much. Yeah, I definitely I mean, you've already that. grown so much. As I mean, you're so young as well and you've already, I mean, like, you're high of this episode. Like, that's insane. Like, people work <laughs> literally, like, 10 years, 15 years to get to that, even, like, that experience, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's that is a thing. Like I do love my career as well. And I love what I'm doing and it's yeah. like incredible to have to be getting the opportunities that I am. So I do feel really grateful for my job as well, but at the same time I do think I can do my job at the moment. I'm so privileged that I could be doing my job from somewhere else as well. So you know, he says that you can't so have awesome. it all. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Follow your dreams, girl. <laughs> okay, the last part of this catch up we wanted to say (laughs) one thing that we are grateful for right mine is going to be very cliche um and then I'll stop talking about my parents and my family because I feel like I've bored everyone (laughs) um but I'm really grateful for my relationship with my parents and especially my dad like I think this this holiday getting the chance to talk to him a lot and like have honest and open conversations it just made me realize how lucky I am to have him especially because not a lot of Arab parents are that open and progressive like my dad doesn't have to agree with everything but at least like I'm so grateful that he's open to have just progressive conversations you know Mm -hmm. and like sit down and be like oh that's interesting that like that's the problem in the UK right now whereas here in Jordan 
we're still trying to get women's rights you know like he sits there and he actually like wants to have these conversations um and i really do appreciate that he doesn't like shut me up you know um and he's just so really good. nice he's a nice man Aww. so i'm just very grateful <laughs> for him <laughs> right i'm done no more family talk for like four weeks maybe max <laughs> We're literally going to be talking about family probably later this episode, but yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, for me, I'm not going to say the people in my life, because I feel like I say that all the time. You know I'm grateful for the people in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to say the self-acceptance and sort of mental progress I've made. I feel like I had quite a few moments over the past few weeks where... I've just had like I had sort of talks with myself and was honest with myself and kind of I I actually had a therapy session last week as well kind of talking about my therapist with my therapist about you know finding some compassion and understanding for my younger self and I think I've really been working on that and just generally I felt Mm. way more just at ease with who I am and as well with my body image, you know, like being on a beach trip, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous before going just because it had been so long since I'd been like in a bikini and a bathing suit, especially with friends versus with family, because I feel like with family, I don't really care. But with friends, that was another story, especially because I knew that we were probably going to be, you know, taking pictures, videos, etc. But I actually felt really at peace with my body. And that felt really nice. And just like, a, like a solidification that's a hard word <laughs> it, it's like solidified the hard work that I've kind of done to work on yeah. all of that over like the past year so I am that's grateful amazing. for that that is so good to hear I mean especially mm-hmm. in summer it can be hard yeah to have those moments um and I'm glad I think that's, like, I'm just so glad you could have a fun girls' trip and not have, because most of the time I feel like girls, we always have that at the back of our mind, like, worrying us and putting us down, um, and I'm so glad that you could just actually enjoy your time. Um, I'm proud of you. And that's the one thing I had in mind before going. I was like, I do not want this to ruin memories. Like, I do not want to look back at yeah. this trip and think, and, like, regret that I was thinking about my body whilst I was on this like insane beach or you know not admiring the view or not appreciating the moment or yeah. just enjoying my my friend's company like I did not want that for this trip so I'm I'm so glad that I actually just got to live in the moment and appreciate yeah. especially when it's so life. hard to do like it is so hard to do props to you yeah. I I know like with my trip and stuff being home and stuff I like my body image was on my mind the whole time which is not good but yeah. Um, you go through waves in life, and hopefully, I'll you know get over it. <laughs> you definitely will. I think it is like ebbs and flows, and I feel like it's a thing of not being too hard on ourselves either way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That it's is just true. something that us humans have to deal with for some annoying freaking reason, when it Gosh. shouldn't really matter at all. Gosh. So annoying. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Let's move on. <laughs> Basically, over the past few weeks, Leo and I have made some realizations about the different ways, like, that we cope 
being away from home and in some sense like the sacrifices that we've had to make to experience the experiences we do have in the UK um and I think we just wanted to take this time to kind of think about the differences being at home and then being abroad and how we feel like it affects our identity and like just our experiences with it um so the first question I wanted to ask Leo was do you feel like your identity slash personality changes when you're at home versus in the UK I feel like people that lived in one place their whole life won't understand this question yeah I was thinking about this so I definitely think I change a little bit obviously like at the core I'm still me like I'm still the same person but I definitely feel like it's just a I feel like it's a different version of me you know they both like exist at the same time and it's almost like I'm having the same thoughts but it's still it's still just like almost like two there's like German Leo and there's English Leo I feel like yes and like I don't know small differences would just kind of be like I feel like I'm a bit more sarcastic when I'm German like I feel like I've got a bit more of like a drier sense of humor I've I've been told that just my complete pitch of voice changes when I speak and also my German accent is like 100% fixed versus like in English I just do like if you know me in person (laughs) I feel quite comfortable with you I literally just do a million random accents that make no sense within (laughs) one sentence (laughs) because I think just my act like I I can't even help it (laughs) and like I don't swear in German either because I think my parents just always told me like oh you know swearing like my mom hated when I used to swear and then English I don't have any problem swearing because like it almost doesn't feel real (laughs) like it feels kind of like a fake language it doesn't like it's not you it's not German you and that's it's fine. so weird like I don't even know how to how to explain it and then again you know I do feel comfortable in both languages sometimes I almost feel more comfortable in English now because I just speak English so much so I think yeah. I feel super uncomfortable working in German for example like formal German oh I kind of struggle with, like I don't struggle with it. I could get into it in like a day but it's just not quite as natural now as like corporate English is to me at the moment yeah. and but yeah, I do think it's strange. I think especially people who've like grown up bilingual. I think there's studies that actually show that it changes like parts of your brain when you when you grow up. Like bilingual people, That's their so brains are set up differently than people who grow up with one language only. Yeah. Which your I just think's changing while you're having this conversation. Really? <laughs> I'm it freaking myself bit. out. <laughs> what about you? I honestly feel the exact same way. And I, I like what you were saying that it's so hard to explain it is so so hard to explain um so for me as soon as I went back home I instantly felt more like myself and and like you said versions I feel like I have an English version of myself um Mm. but then also when I went home and like the first family gathering we had everyone was talking to me and I just couldn't speak Arabic I could not like I will Mm. respond in English um and my dad was saying he could tell that I was translating everything from English to Arabic and then trying to speak it out. Um, That's so interesting. So I did feel like a fake Arab the first day that I was there. <laughs> I was like, who am I kidding? I can't. I've just lost it. I don't know how to speak. But the longer I spent there, the it just all came back to me and I just felt more like myself again. Yeah. So more confident and then just like, I guess like you, like more sar- sarcastic, more carefree um and I do feel like language plays such a big part in it so the way 
the way you can express yourself in English is completely different. In Arabic, like, there's phrases and sayings that we have that can get points across that in English, I feel like you can't. And if you said them in English, you just sound really weird. So, so in that sense, I feel like I handle emotions differently when I'm speaking Arabic versus when I'm speaking English. It's so hard to explain. Um, That's so interesting. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. But when I'm in the UK, I do feel like a more quiet version of myself and like maybe less understood like I just feel like the experiences I I find it hard to like I can't even like put it into words like I can't kind of express myself the way I want to and it's just hard I don't know mm. I just feel like I'm less understood here but probably because I, I don't have friends that have had the same like shared experiences with me Um, and I do feel like there is some sort of distance between the me that's here versus the me that was in Jordan a week ago and like I want to feel the same way like the the first day I was back I was like you know I'm gonna do my hair the same way I'm gonna like wear the sunglasses that I've been wearing and I'm like I'm in the fucking UK it's raining like who who am I kidding (laughs) um so I just can't like I can't be the same person as much as I want to try to be yeah it's so interesting but I also think I am romanticizing Jordan me but that's because every time I go there it's more like fun seeing family like it's a chill version of myself so obviously I'm going to be like the better version of myself you know this I hope this makes sense to people out there (laughs) no it does make sense I had like an interesting experience that was kind of like a little bit different as well when I first came to the UK because I feel like I really came into myself at uni like I feel like I really found more confidence and was kind of just like happy to be myself at uni which then I think I also automatically associated with like the English language and then Mm. the first few summers I remember the first few holidays uni holidays when I came back to Germany I often felt like oh I'd immediately like revert back to my high school self automatically when like I was with like my high school friends and I was like oh my god like is it the language like what is it I want to be me even but and I feel like that's now shifted because now I feel like you know I've just changed as a whole like nobody can get me back to who I used to be but I remember having that kind of weird like just juxtaposition of like just it's so jarring when you feel like you're one person in one language and then can't fully translate that to who you want to be in the other language it's very bizarre it is it is so bizarre but I I think going to uni though everyone experiences that like change in personality Mm. but for us it's probably harder because it's a change in personality but then also like a change in how you're expressing yourself in your new personality so it's just like 10 times harder yeah I'd love to hear other people's experience because I know that there's so many people who you know go to different countries to work or to study I mean and I think I feel really lucky that I've got so many friends who can like, relate to me on that level, mm. you know, that we can talk about it. And I've got, we know loads of people also at, at the uni that we went to who were from different countries because I do feel like when I talk to people about it that are, I'm, I'm talking about England specifically now, that like are English, they've grown up in England all their life, they only speak English. Most of the time they have no desire to learn any other language. And it's just, I feel like there's this level of just not like they just can't understand how that feels how that experience is even though maybe they'd want to understand yeah 
and I do think it's surreal like I almost I feel very grateful that we have that perspective of two different countries or I mean I've lived in a couple of different countries and I just feel like it like broadens your horizon Mm -hmm. and I think it's I think we're lucky that we didn't grow up in England because I feel like it (laughs) just ought I mean, if I'm honest, no, you know, but I most like people see that automatic, yeah, yeah, like reason to learn another language, you yeah. know, and just experience like a different culture. And we know that we can adapt. Whereas, so like, yeah, I've had this conversation with Ed, and he's always been like, I wish I was, you know, brought up in a different culture just to have that exposure, to just know yeah. what it's like. And it, I feel like it adds to you as a person as well. So I think like if you've just started a relationship with someone and they're and you're English and they're from somewhere else, trust me, you don't know that person fully until you've met their family or been to their home. Because yeah. it's just completely different. Yeah, I think it's really important to put that effort in and like to try and get to know the culture yeah. of the other person. It really makes you closer. Like Ed coming to Jordan, I, this isn't his first time he's been there, but this is the first time he's really met my extended family. And I think he just... I don't, it brought us closer. Like, I think he knows slash understands me a lot more now. Because you, you just get That's to know so where nice. the person comes from. And, like, yeah. he got to experience little snippets of my childhood as well. Like, of just, like, driving in the car and going and getting, like, falafel sandwiches from a little corner shop. And just, like, sitting in the car and eating it. Like, little things like that that don't happen here <laughs> as often. Like, yeah. And, like, getting to go to the farmhouse and stuff. I feel that even with friends, you know, mm. getting to experience somebody's home and their families, I feel like automatically just makes you understand a bit better why they are the way they are. Yeah. And because you know now, like, where they've come from. That is so I, cool. I love getting to meet people's families. Especially, yeah, if, it's, if you're from a different country or culture. Because I feel like that's just, like, a whole nother level of you not even be able to, like, picture what life, like, would have been like. Yeah. And then you just, yeah, you realise why they are the way that they are yeah i'm definitely coming to jordan mark my words oh my gosh you summer 2022 you really do have to then you'll get to know arab me the funnier the funnier better version of myself <laughs> <laughs> i already think you're funny and the best so i will stop be it. hard to top that's so funny actually i'm probably a bit annoying like arab arab me i try too hard to be funny <laughs> i think um, and you know, like, you know, when people aren't, l- so basically because I've lived in the UK and I haven't really spoken Arabic that much, I bet I sound so bad speaking Arabic to my like family. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell. Like I have British cousins that when they, whenever they try to speak Arabic, they're, they like don't pronounce the properly. So they go, instead of saying like marhaba, they go marhaba, and, like kifek, kifek, like it's just like not the same thing. Um. <laughs> And I make fun of them, but I reckon my family makes fun of me. I think you sound very Arabic to me, but then again, I would have no mm. bloody idea. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, the next thing that we wanted to talk about is when you think about sort of like being at home and your culture... What are sort of the main things that stand out to you? Okay, so for me, it's the weather. So Jordan has such a unique weather that it's just so nice because it's not humid, but it and it's hot, but it's also breezy. So you're not you don't like sit there and feel uncomfortable. Like you'll be. That sounds it's like the lit- dream. It's honestly what the hell? 
the best. It's like so windy, but in a nice way. Like the wind isn't, you don't feel cold, but it like keeps you cool enough to not be boiling. I don't know how to explain it. But basically the weather and like the different sounds that you hear, like the trucks passing by that, that sell like water and they play like, um, you know, like an ice cream van. Yeah. <laughs> they, they like make that music, but they're coming and they're selling water and like little sounds like that or like the birds. I know there's birds everywhere, but it just like sounds different than Jordan. Um, the food, the music, the type, the family relationships, like the very like loud, big family vibes. I think all of those things make me who I am. I'm like just the food. The food is so incredible. I missed it so much. I love Middle Eastern food. Yeah. And I just think Amman specifically has a char- its own character, like the terrain and like the way the houses are all like on top of each other and the streets at at night there's always like people running around and stuff it's just it just has character like I can't explain it whereas here I I, we were driving on the way back from the airport and I was literally like there's just green like there's Mm. nothing it's just green it's different but yeah what about what about you what what about German culture stands out so the top thing is just that everything is so organized and it just like works you know, so I feel like in England, when I'm when I'm waiting for the bus, oh. it bloody never comes. I can never be relying on any bus times or anything like that. Mm. The train is fine. And then also the healthcare system. I know that the NHS is great. And I know it's not the NHS's fault that wait times are so extremely long. But it is frustrating. Like, I think I've... I signed up <laughs> to this doctor when I arrived. So I think in June, I had to wait six weeks to get a phone consultation and now I have to get I now have to wait another three months to get an actual physical appointment just to see what I want to have done um and it's just like oh my gosh I can't believe this whereas in Germany you call the doctor and then you get an appointment that week if not the next day like it's it's just yeah can I make you laugh quickly about the transportation? I completely forgot to mention that Jordan's transportation is absolute crap. Um, <laughs> there's no lanes and people... Like, Ed was in the car and he was like, that that person will be pulled over by the police. That person would be pulled over by the police. That person will be pulled over. Um, and just to tell you how bad it is, it took them 10 years. And only, like, this month did they come up with the idea of having a bus lane. That's, like, the big thing in Jordan now. They're like, wow, bus lanes. And it's supposed to be like, they call it the fast bus because only the buses are supposed to go on that lanes, but people obviously don't listen and it's just not working out for them. And it just it took them <laughs> 10 years to come up with this. So just um, preparing you for that when you come next year. That sounds so funny. <laughs> I'll show you videos because people have made fun of it as well. Sorry to make it about me. Go on, go back to you. No, no, no. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> In, I mean, Germans are bloody stickler for the rules. Like, you are going to have to have your specific ticket when you're on the train. Like, you're going to have to have the exact <laughs> documentation with every... It's it's just so interesting, like, how... I love that. ...on time, precise, and organized German culture is. But I feel like when I think about home, the main thing that really just stands out is, like, just that that feeling of like comfort and everything is going to be okay. Like I remember this exact feeling that I get every single time when, you know, my dad normally picks me up from the airport and I, you know, we drive down the streets that I've known and I've seen like all my life 
And even I remember when there's been times at uni when I've come back and I've been sad, but then like as soon as I'm just like in that car and then I get home and then my mum gives me a hug and it's just, I just feel like I'm I'm back where I belong, you know? Like it's just that weird feeling of just like being home. I can't even put yeah. it into words. And like like you said, like there's, I feel like so many, it's just, it's, so familiar to like be in those places that I've seen growing up and especially I feel like even more because I've then been away like I feel like you almost get to appreciate them more because you've been away for a while you know like walking yeah. past my old school or walking past the river by my house and all of that so I don't yeah that made I me so emotional well, actually because that's because I relate so much to that experience like literally driving home from the airport yeah. And like walking walking into your home for the first time after a few months and you're just like, oh, it looks so like, I don't know, like when, when I walked in, I was like, oh, the TV looks different. Like it looks smaller. Yeah. Or like you walk into your room and you're you're just like, you just touch all your like childhood things. You're like, oh, you just have a moment where you're just, I don't know, taking yeah. everything in. You know what I also read the other day is that when you, f- I feel like when I first come home after a long trip or when I've been away for a while, I can like smell, you know, the smell of, of you know, my home. And then yeah. apparently like as soon as, because you can never smell how your own home smells. And then after a few, like almost like after a day, I feel like I've acclimatized. I can't even smell any difference, but that's just, I feel like it's so interesting of that. Yeah. You get, but I feel like you do. I feel like the first few hours, it there always feels, like, smell. weird. Like, I'm like, ooh, I know that this is my home, but also, like, I haven't been here for yeah. a while. You know, it just feels, like, a bit odd. And then after a few hours, it's like, okay, I'm I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I was I was wearing trousers the other day, and Ed was like, you smell like Jordan. And I was like, because these are the... My mom, like, last washed them before Aww. I packed it into the suitcase. So, apparently, some of my clothes still smell like home. But I can't... I really can't tell the difference yeah. that can. So interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's like, I feel like every home has a very specific smell and every, like, laundry detergent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did I tell you that was, like, the one thing keeping me going before going home? Like, I had one shirt left that I ne- didn't wear since my mom last washed it and it still smelled like her, <laughs> her oh, washing liquid. You. That's so And cute. then I wore it. Ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. Right, enough enough of us um, blabbering away. We thought it would be good to give some pieces of advice to those that may be living abroad and are maybe trying to still connect with their home self, but also adjust to new life. Do you have any advice, Leo? I think it would be... <laughs> Piss off, Kara. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I feel like for me, it would be just to remember why you're in this country and to just, like, realise... Like, I think we mentioned that a little bit before, but just the great privilege and, like, luck we have that we are able to live in a different country because there's always like a lot of privilege that comes with being able to like experience a different culture because to be able to move you have to you know have a certain degree of financial freedom you have to have a certain degree of like independence and it is so exciting to be able to 
live and be able to make an identity so in yes independently you can build a life for your own and I think that's something that like I'm really proud of that I've sort of done that for myself in England and I kind of I think it builds your confidence massively living in a new country because yeah especially for the first few months like you're just you know you're on your own and if you need help with you know just little things you know if I was back at home uh it's little things like I don't know if I probably needed something around the home that I needed fixing or even like doctor's appointments or stuff like that like as soon as I'm back at home I'll ask my parents to help me with it or just ask them like oh how would you do this or you know straight away ask them for for help and advice so I think it's realizing that living abroad is not only going to give you a different perspective on life you know gonna teach you something about people about the new culture you're living in but also it's gonna just grow you so much as a person even if you you know if you whether you decide to stay in that country or whether you decide to go back home like the world is your oyster you know you can do whatever you want and I would actually say that I would recommend to every single person to live in a foreign country for at least like half a year to one year in their life and also, yeah, just taking the time to really appreciate the elements of the new con- of the new country and culture that you do like, because I think it can be so easy to, like we've done, <laughs> you know, to kind of nag about, you know, the country that you're now living in, like, <laughs> the whole like episode. oh, UK weather and blah, 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 blah. Yes, UK weather is not the greatest, mm-hmm. but also there, there are so many things that I love about the UK. You know, there's a reason for why I haven't gone back home yet, you know, and for me, that's partly yeah. because of obviously like I said, the the friends, you know, the life that I've built here, my job, but also I do love the language. I love expressing myself in English and I love the working culture here. You know, I wouldn't want to work in Germany if I'm completely honest. I think it's very corporate, it's very formal, Mm. very strict structures. And I like the informality and kind of the way it's not as hierarchical here. You know, like you can just go out for drinks after work. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no like formal address. I can literally just, I call my manager by his first name or her first name, you know, no matter how senior they are. So I think that's that's the only pieces of advice I would have. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything that you said. And to add to that, I'd say like, just embrace... sometimes we say like there's an English version of yourself or like a different version of yourself but that person like remember that that person is still you and and at the end of the day you're still like it's all based on your morals and your values and that person is still you so just embrace it like it's an exciting experience to have to kind of to learn oh what are you like actually with different groups of people and how do you adapt and how do you change like just take it as an experience Um, and in terms of like not forgetting who you are and from your old culture like the culture you are the culture you deal with I'd say like try implement whatever is most important to you those important cultural practices in your day-to-day life um because so even if it is something small like making it yourself a cup of like the traditional tea that you drink or if it's I don't know buying the sweets or make or cooking a home-cooked meal just to remind yourself of what that feels like and what it tastes like and stuff it just does bring you closer to home and stay in touch with your family and friends from back home. Um, and keep in, watch the news, know what's happening. Don't, don't forget about it. That's all I have to say. Done and dusted! <laughs> smashed it, mate. Smashed it. Absolutely smashed Absolutely it. Absolutely smashed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it, mate. Right. What a great first episode back. <laughs> Bloody loved this. it. Delete this. Delete this. Delete this. <laughs> 
Um, right, so but that's all I had to say. So I think that was a perfect way to end this episode. I loved recording with you, Leo, as always. Me too. I've missed this. I've missed this too. My cheeks hurt so much from smiling. <laughs> I haven't smiled And we're back much. now. We will not abandon you guys especially without notice properly yeah <laughs> again for the foreseeable Apolo- future Apologies we'll be back in your ears again next week with a new yes. episode and thank you all for listening yeah and then at the beginning of next week's episode we won't have to ramble for like half an hour about what we've been up to because we've done yeah, that we'll now we'll go straight you know? into straight into fun and exciting topics and as always if you have any suggestions or you want us to talk about anything, message us at the Matcha Diaries on Instagram, where we post random photos and <laughs> just share little snippets of our life. Mainly Leo, because she's very aesthetic as a person. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my so god. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we thank love you, you all lots. And we hope you're doing well. Love you. Bye bye. Bye.